the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. Well, that's our news. I'm Wally Hines in Washington. White House accusing senior FBI officials of extreme bias against President Trump. A White House spokesman says the bias is evident in newly revealed FBI records. Deputy Press Secretary Hogan Gidley told Fox News Channel that edits to former FBI Director James Comey's statement on Hillary Clinton's private email server and text messages from a top agent critical of Mr. Trump are deeply troubling. But he says the president maintains confidence in the FBI's rank and file. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. President set to address the FBI training academy in Quantico at this hour. With a critical Senate vote on tax overhaul coming on Monday, the White House appears unfazed by Florida Senator Marco Rubio's threat to vote no. Rubio's asking for more money for the child tax credit. President Trump says he is sure that Rubio will come around when that bill hits the floor. More details at srnnews.com. Health and nutrition December questions is safe and provide education for your continued good health. By quickly and disposing now, of loose wrapping paper Marshall. and plastic packaging that may be a choking Welcome hazard. Also, helmets this make a great companion gift for that shiny new scooter, bike, or skateboard. Buying age appropriate toys and being watchful and for recalls are just a few more to ways to ensure a happy, healthy holiday season. This answer. wellness spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. 888 we're Wellness 1570. TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com is the website. Ugly Michael's here in the Eagle Wellness Studios for today. Clouds and scattered snow showers early. And a high near 26. And the Wicks and Juniors countdown. Glancing at it, we've got just 10 days until Christmas. And of course, Diamond Stud earrings are always the perfect gift. You can shop an incredible selection of styles, shapes, and colors at Wicks and Jewelers in Bloomington. Coming up, it's Like It Matters Radio. With insurance through AAA and John Drucker Agency, you'll have the peace of mind that comes with knowing that your family and your most valuable possessions are protected. Call or stop by today and discover how you can have the right coverage, including auto, home, motorcycles and off-road vehicles, watercraft and RVs at the best value. You'll discover great rates and discounts, as well as outstanding service like our fast, helpful 24-hour claim service. Plus, insurance through AAA is highly rated by independent rating agencies. And AAA has been serving your friends and neighbors for generations. Don't wait until your current policy expires. Know that your family and everything you've worked so hard for is protected. Call John Drucker Agency for great value, coverage, and peace of mind. Call 651-478-8000 for a free quote. Insurance underwritten by Auto Club Insurance Association or member select insurance company. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. 
I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. ProLife Across America, the Billboard people. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me. Black and today's topic is called power source. You know, ladies and gentlemen, pain is a part of the process. Hurting people hurt people. Every single human being uh, experiences pain, experiences disappointment, experiences um, sorrow, experiences sadness. You know, I've learned a couple things studying the you know people, studying this thing called life, studying the good word of God. Uh, and those th- two things are this. Number one, life ain't no fair. Uh, and number two, life is hard. Uh, there is a lot of pain. But today I wanted to consider that this thing called pain that most of us experience to great depths can be a power source. It can be a sor- source of destruction or it can be a source of uh, great power, positive power. Uh, and again, it it really doesn't matter what happens to us, ladies and gentlemen. What matters is how we frame it. What matters is how we uh, describe it to ourselves. What matters is how we uh, remind ourselves, remember it, uh, to put it back together. And so today we're going to talk about this power source, and I'm going to suggest that this power source can be pain. You know, uh, let me open with a few words of prose from Khalil Gibran. He says, on pain, your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. Even as the stone of the fruit must break, that its heart may stand in the sun, so you must know pain. And could you keep your heart in wonder at the daily miracles of your life? Your pain would not seem less wondrous than your joy. And you would accept the seasons of your heart, 
even as you have always accepted the seasons that pass over your fields, and you would watch with serenity through the winters of your grief, much of your pain is self-chosen. It is the bitter potion by which the physician within you heals your sick self. Therefore, trust the physician and drink his remedy in silence and tranquility. For his hand, though heavy and hard, is guided by his tender hand of the unseen. And the cup he brings, though it burns your lips, has been fashioned by the clay which the potter has moistened with his own sacred tears. Mm, powerful. And it's called The Pain by Rhiannome Franklin. The pain that you feel but can't touch, a pain you know of but can't explain, a pain so fierce you go insane. The unknown pain that clutches your heart and burns in your soul. The pain in your life too strong to carry on. The unknown pain that clouds your mind and devours your every thought. The pain of broken promises, broken dreams. The pain that's unheard of. The pain that's not seen. And ladies and gentlemen, there is so much pain in the world. So much pain, so much hurt. All you got to do is scan the news. I, I talk about it all the time, about hurting people, hurt people, about how we abuse each other, molest each other. We, we don't just kill each other. We stab each other 50 times. Uh, we, we, we cut off people's heads now. I was seeing this uh, from Thanksgiving time. A Virginia youth pastor had been arrested in the shooting deaths of his wife, stepdaughter, and the stepdaughter's boyfriend in their home on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, here we're supposed to be selling, celebrating Thanksgiving, and a pastor, a guy who shares the word of God, a guy who's supposed to be walking with God, uh, picks up a gun and blows the brains out of all his family on Thanksgiving. And we got so much bitterness, so much hurt out there. I saw this article, Chelsea Handler mocks Sarah Sanders' appearance, says she deserves it for being pure evil. Avowed liberal feminist and comedian Chelsea Handler has once again come under fire this weekend for attacking White House Press Secretary Huckabee Sanders. What did, what did she do now? For the latest episode of Handler's show on Netflix, she had an actress, actress impersonate Sanders for a nearly four-minute makeup tutorial. In the video, the actress impersonating Sanders mocks the press secretary's appearance, weight, job, intelligent, politics, family, well, just about everything that makes Sanders who she is. It wasn't the first time uh, last week that Handler mocked Sanders' appearance. In fact, the episode of Handler's show that aired before Friday, Handler said of Sanders, I mean, one day she has no makeup on at all. The next day she has six-foot-long eyelashes. She's got cleavage and summer whore lipstick all over her face. Can you believe what they turned her into? A proper trollop. Sanders' father, former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee, didn't take too kindly to the comments call Handler a very angry and bitter person. How did she react to this latest insult? The top uh, reply to Handler's video summed up how most people felt about the segment that Handler is a hypocrite. Now Handler defended herself by calling Sanders pure evil and said the press secretary deserves to be taken down. Don't you see the hatred, the bitterness, the pain? How about this one? I saw this. This is from the British Sun. But it says, plain crazy. Air rage is on the rise. The number of pastors forcibly contained rose by 50% last year. New stats show that a third of all incidents involving intox involved intoxicating pastors, with almost 500 registered as cases that escalated physically. 
And this is from the uh, London Sun, uh, 7th December 2017. Drunk and violent airline passengers are on the rise, with airline staff now forced to physically restrain more mid-flight troublemakers than ever. And it talks about one woman who got so drunk on the plane and she was hitting her uh, uh, tray and someone asked her to stop hitting her tray. And she said, this was her quote, shut up, ugly, ugly face. Who are you to tell me what to do? You know, that's really the thing. And, and what caused all this, I want you to know about this whole tears thing, uh, this pain thing, is I saw this thing from the, the, the Seahawks. It says, Seahawks game turns ugly as fans throw food at ejected player. And he says, quote, I'm a human just like anybody else. I'm a man just like the other man in the stands. I'm not going to let somebody disrespect me, throw a beer on me. And it says, this is from the Huffington Post, which I normally wouldn't read. I uh, highly recommend you stay away from it. But it said, Seattle Seahawks defensive and Quentin Jefferson had to be restrained from climbing into the stands and confronting Jacksonville Jaguars fan who threw food on him during Sunday's game. Jefferson was on his way to the locker room after being ejected from the game for unnecessary roughness when the incident occurred. Jefferson's ejection was one of four penalties the Seahawks racked up in the final minutes of increasingly tense game. As Jefferson neared the tunnel, an object that looked like food went flying over his head. Jefferson stopped to argue with a fan in the sands, and he was almost hit in the face with another flying object that appeared to be a beverage. That's when the, he began to climb the railings. First of all, nothing condones people throwing stuff, people calling names, keep anything. None of that changes. But this is what caused me to start thinking about this radio show. You know, we've always had bitter, hateful people. The world is full of people, and since the world is full of people, uh, there's going to be bitter, hateful people out there because we are bitter, hateful. But the point is this. At some point, at some point, we got to start acting differently. It does not happen matters what happens to us in life. What matters is how we respond to it. And after the break, I'm going to give you a couple of good examples. I mean, we just celebrated Rosa Parks, the 62nd anniversary of Rosa Parks not willing to give up her seat to a white person. We talk about, you know, Jackie Robinson and, and Branch Rickey, how he picked Jackie Robinson specifically to be the first black player to integrate baseball. And the reason he picked him, because the man of character he was. You know, Dr. King said, I have a dream that one day my four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And can I suggest today, ladies and gentlemen, that somehow, today, the content of one's character no longer matters. Today... What only matters is what someone's skin color is. Today, what only matters is what someone's sexual preference is. Today, what only matters is what's on the outside. And I'm going to tell you today, ladies and gentlemen, that we need to go back to the power source. This pain, this hurt that we have does not need to destroy us. We can take that pain, we can take that hurt, we can take that disappointment, and we can use it as a power source a power source for good, a power source to, for change, a power source to take our lives from wherever they are right now to whatever level we choose to take them to. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the power source. Today, it is inspirational, educational, and applicational. 
I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar. But I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884, or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. But we need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan dot org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I'm your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black, and today... We are talking about the power source. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we are all in the people business. I don't care what you do for a living. We are in the people business. Uh, We are a people. If we look in the mirror, we see a people. Uh, We procreate with people. We sleep with people. We sell to people. We buy from people. There are people listening to this radio show, and there's a people doing this radio show. There are people behind the scenes pushing buttons that allow you to hear this radio show. And so it's all about people. One of the common denominators from people is we all have feelings. And those feelings can get hurt. And so we can experience pain and disappointment and anger and resentment. And we have tears. And I want you to know, hurting people, it's normal. 
Uh, we are human beings. We, we put ourselves out there. We get hurt. And so hurt, this pain, there's two things we can do with it. Left to its own device, hurting people hurt people. A wounded bear uh, is going to come right at you. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair. But, you know, when you process this pain, when you process this hurt, when you get in control of yourself, you know, Dr. Viktor Frankl says between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power. It's your freedom. And today I really want to talk about giving ourselves some hope, some, some control of this power. Because pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. And it doesn't matter that you experience pain. What matters, ladies and gentlemen, is what you do about it, what you do with that pain. You know, I love this uh, poem from Emily Dickinson. After great pain, a formal feeling comes. It's poem 372. She says, after great pain, a formal feeling comes. The nerves sit ceremonious like tombs. The stiff heart questions, was it he that bore? And yesterday or centuries before? The feet mechanical go round, a wooden way, of ground or air or aught, regardless grown, a court's contentment like a stone. This is the hour of lead. Remember, if outlived, as freezing persons recollect the snow, first chill, then stupor, then the letting go. And I suggest that's what doesn't happen anymore. There is no letting go. We keep a record of wrong. as We call it a pound of flesh, or I should say the Bible calls it a pound of flesh. We keep record of wrong. That's why I was. Uh, what, what got me going on this was this Seahawks guy, uh, Quentin Jefferson. You know, he gets thrown out of the game, the Seahawks game, for unnecessary roughness. So, again, he's playing a poor sport. He, he's, he's taking his pain and hurt, wanting to hurt other people in an inappropriate way. And so he gets thrown out of the game, and fans are upset. Now, fans react, and again, because they're bitter, they're hurtful, and then they let their anger come out, and they throw food at this guy, which is inappropriate. It was wrong. Throwing things at another person's wrong. Ask my three-year-old. He'll tell you that. But here's this quote. I'm a human just like anybody else. I'm a man just like the other man that stands. I'm not going to let someone disrespect me, throw a beer at me. You know, and that's the interesting thing, what we're, we're owed, we deserve. You know, we live in this world right now where we, we get wrapped up in our own little self. You know, rule number one about being a leader, it's not about you. Get off yourself. And we're so self-righteous. We're so pompous today that how dare you? This is the whole privilege thing, you know, where people want to blame everybody else for having privilege, white privilege, presidential privilege, uh, athletic privilege, uh, wealth privilege. You know, put your big boy pants on. Quit feeling sorry for yourself. We get to this point where we think we're owed, we deserve this is where it all stems from. How dare you talk to me that way? You know, life isn't fair. Life is hard. But, you know, I started thinking about all the hurt, all the pain out there when I saw this article. And then I remembered an article I got years ago. It says, Scient um, actually, I did it years ago, I'm sorry, months ago, called Scientists Produced Electricity from Tears. Think about this. Scientists Produced Electricity from Tears. It says, this is from Fox News, uh, October 3rd of 2017. So when your smartphone goes dead, maybe you should cry just a little bit harder. In fact, maybe you should cry yourself a river because it turns out your tears, or more specifically, a protein in your tears, can generate electricity. The protein ly lysozyme 
is also found in egg whites, saliva, and milk. Just apply pressure and feel the power, a team of scientists at the University of Limerick's Bernal Institute in Ireland report in the October 2nd issue of the Scientific Journal of Applied Physics. The ability to generate electricity by applying pressure, it's called piezoelectricity, has been known and understood for years, according to a report in Eureka Alert. The process has been applied to materials like quartz for powering the resonators and vibrators in mobile phones, deep ocean sonars, and ultrasound imaging. Isn't that incredible? Among the substances that possess uh, piezoelectricity are bone, tendon, and wood. Now we can add tears, or more specifically, lysozyme to the list. The, quote, precision structure of lysozyme crystals has been known since 1965, said Tufik Solomain, a structural biologist who co-authored the study. In fact, it is the second protein structure and the first enzyme structure that was ever solved. But we are the first to use these crystals to show the evidence of piezoelectricity. Isn't that incredible? The capacity to generate electricity from this particular protein had not been explored. Isn't that incredible? When you understand that we can now take tears, something that's caused by pain, and create power, create electricity. And why does that matter? Because you realize this, the body is such an incredible machine. We have 300 trillion cells. You take one cell, you split it, an atom, you split it, and you have a nuclear bomb. You realize the body releases 63 known chemicals, 63 known chemicals. And if you take tears of joy and tears of sorrow, tears of sadness, and put them under a microscope, they are different chemicals. Matter of fact, I got this article from LifeBuzz.com called Looking at Tears Under a Microscope Reveals a Shocking Fact. It says, one day Rosalind Fisher wondered if her tears of grief would look different compared to her tears of joy. So she began to explore them up close under a microscope. She studied 100 different tears and found that basal tears, the ones that our body produced to lubricate our eyes, are drastically different from the tears that happen when we're chopping onions. The tears that come about from hard laughter aren't even close to the tears of sorrow. Like a drop of ocean water, each tiny tear drop carries a microcosm of human experience. Her project is called the Topography of Tears. And this is actually at the Smithsonian College of Arts and Scientists. And Joseph Stromberg explained that there are three major types of tears, basal, reflect, and psychic, triggered by emotion. All tears contain organic substances, including oils, antibodies, and enzymes, and are suspended in salt water. Different types of tears have distinct molecules. Emotional tears have protein-based hormones, including the neurotransmitter leucine uh, and kephalene, which is the natural painkiller that is released when we are stressed. Plus, the tears seen under the microscope are crystallized salt and can lead to different shapes and forms. So even psychic tears with the same chemical composition can look very different. Isn't that incredible? So the body releases 63 known chemicals. And if you take different tears, tears of joy, tears of sorrow, and I believe tears of truth, you put them under a microscope, they show different chemicals. And scientists can now produce electricity from tears. All this to help you understand that pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. It does not matter that we experience pain. I truly believe pain is a power source. 
You know, there's something called neuroassociated conditioning out there. And it basically states that there are two driving forces in life, the desire for pleasure and the avoidance of pain, neuroassociative conditioning. And pain can be a great motivator. Pain can cause us to move away from things. Matter of fact, in the old days when people didn't have pain, uh, when they had a certain disease that would numb their pain in their legs or their limbs and they wouldn't feel anything, they could rip it open, cut it open, then wind up getting gangrene, getting a severe infection. Why? Because they didn't experience the pain. And I think the Holy Spirit convicts us and lets us experience pain so we can move away from things that aren't helping us. But a lot of people don't know what to do with pain. And I'm going to suggest that it's a power source. I mean, if you think of some of the great things in our life, they were caused by pain. You look at the civil rights movement, whether you talk about Rosa Parks, whether you talk about Martin Luther King, whether you talk about Jackie Robinson. I mean, there's a lot of pain. Uh, President Trump just went to Al- uh, not Alabama, was it Mississippi, to open the you know museums. And as he got walked through there and take a look at the Civil Rights Museum, let's be honest, that Civil Rights Museum was built with a lot of pain, a lot of hurt. And so it's a common denominator that every single human being experiences pain. But you know what's different today is the way we explain it to ourselves. You know what's different today is the way we, what we say about the, the wrongness of that pain or what somebody did to us. You know, after the break, we're going to Rosa Parks. We're celebrating the the 62nd anniversary. You know, on December 1, 1955, after a long day's work at Montgomery Department Store, where she worked as a seamstress, Rosa Parks boarded the Cleveland Avenue bus for home. She took a seat, and then after a while, when there was no seats left, she was asked to get out of her chair to give a seat to a white person. She said, no, I'm not getting up. You know, Jackie Robinson was put through a lot of pain. He was mocked. He was ridiculed. He was called names that I couldn't even repeat, wouldn't repeat. I just wouldn't use those words. And yet the way he responded made him famous for attorney. Martin Luther King, one of the founders and the the forerunner, the key players in the civil rights movement, is a man I look forward to meeting someday in heaven. A man who truly saw the power of, of a peaceful resistance. And again, it all goes back to not what happened to these people, but it was how they framed it in their mind's eye. And so today we're talking about the power source. Every single human being has pain. They have fear. They have desires. They want to love and be loved just like you do. But the difference between people is not that they experience pain and fear and doubt and tears, but what they do with those things. Events and special occasions can be more than just gatherings. You desire to create lasting memories. That's what Our Britain Catering and Hospitality's goal is in every event and special occasion designed for you. Creating lasting memories. Seek an array of award-winning venues and sample exquisite food from the best chefs along with the best possible presentation. That is what Britain does for you. Weddings, family reunions, galas, special events for businesses are all areas where Britain shines. This husband and wife team make a great serving combination. Challenge Seth and Don as they journey to become the number one catering team in the world. 
three unique catering options. Apples to Apples offers a unique farm-to-table concept. This Little Piggy, a Minnesota favorite for 30 years and distinctive catering with its luxurious and memorable style. Albritton Catering and Hospitality. AlbrittonCatering.com. That's A-B-R-I-T-I-N Catering.com. Creating lasting memories. If your tooth fell out, would you replace it? Most people would. So how is your hair any different? If you're tired of losing hair, simply replace it by going to INeedMoreHair.com. Let this be a year to make a new hair's resolution. Hi, I'm Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Meet the hair transplant specialists that have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan near 35E and Diffley Road. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more competent reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for a leadership awakening class in your area. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and if you miss any of this radio show, you can always go to our website, likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this message and many other archive messages uh, for those that don't know, you can listen nationally on iHeartRadio. All you got to do is every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Just go to iHeartRadio and just query Wellness Radio 1570. It's our connection to the Minneapolis group, Wellness Radio 1570. And by the way, in Minneapolis, we are on the local radio dial. Uh, we're part of the Twin Cities Wellness Radio, the first of its kind, all wellness radio station dedicated to its listeners. So you can just listen on AM 1570, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, replayed. Also in St. Louis, we are so honored to be in the local market there in St. Louis. We are part of the St. Louis Gospel Experience Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM. And you can listen to us from 7 to 8 PM uh, every single night uh, in St. Louis. And for the rest of you, you can go to TuneIn Radio and just query wellness. I mean, just query Like It Matters Radio. And please, if you do Facebook, like us on Facebook. 
Go to LIM Radio. Like us on Facebook. And, man, I'd love to hear from you. Got questions? You want me to cover certain topics? Uh, you want to know about our transformational training? Just email me at Mr. Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K, at likeitmattersradio.com. And today we're talking about the power source, pain. Pain can be a power source. Every single human being hurts. But the key is not that you are hurt or why you are hurt. I'm, today we're so wrapped into why someone doesn't like us, why someone's mean to us. Who cares? If someone kills somebody, I would consider that a hate crime. Whether they killed them because they didn't like the color of their skin, whether they killed them because they didn't like them, whether they killed them because their mom beat on them, whether they killed them because their dad molested them, what does it matter? They killed that person. That person's now dead. Don't you get, we get, we're, we're lost in the weeds. We're being played like a fiddle. And you got to realize pain makes a better leader if you process that way properly. Because left to our own device, most people that hurt, hurt other people. I mean, there's a huge difference between Michael Brown, where the whole Black Lives Matter movement came from. A uh, major difference between her, uh, him and Rosa Parks. Major difference between Michael Brown and Michael, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Major difference between Michael Brown uh, and, and some of these other people. Again, both had pain, both had hurt for different reasons, but they chose to do something different with it. And I love the quote from, um, from John MacArthur. He says, you can exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can, run, if you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family, then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace, you can recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden and capacity. And the fact that we all experience pain, but what separates us is to what we do about it, how we frame it, what we do with it. Rosa Parks just celebrated the 62nd anniversary when she said no, she would not go to the back of us. Now, Rosa Parks left us in 2005, but I got this from Biography.com. Civil rights activist Rosa Parks refused to surrender her bus seat to a white passenger, spurring the Montgomery boycott and other efforts to end segregation. Who was Rosa Parks? She was a civil rights activist. She was born February 4, 1913. She died October 24, 2005. She's famous because she refused to surrender her seat to a white pasture on a segregated Montgomery, Alabama bus, which spurred the 381-day Montgomery bus boycott that helped launch nationwide efforts to end segregation of public facilities. On December 1, 1955, after a long day's work at a Montgomery department store where she worked as a seamstress, Rosa Parks boarded the Cleveland Avenue bus for home. She took a seat in the first of several rows designated for colored pastures. The Montgomery City Code required that all public transportation be segregated and that bus drivers had the powers of a police officer of the city while in actual charge of any bus for the purpose of carrying out the provisions of the code. While operating a bus, drivers were required to provide separate but equal accommodations for white and black pastures by assigning seats. This was accomplished with a line roughly in the middle of the bus separating white pastors in the front of the bus and African-American pastors in the back. When an African-American pastor boarded the bus, they had to get on at the front to pay their fare and then get off and reboard the bus at the back door. 
As the bus Rosa was riding continued on its route, it began to fill with white passengers. Eventually, the bus was full, and the driver noticed that several white passengers were standing in the aisle. The driver of Rosa's bus stopped the bus and moved the sign separating the two sections back one row, asking four black passengers to give up their seats. The city's bus ordinance, ordinance didn't specifically give drivers the authority to demand a passenger to give up a seat to anyone regardless of color. However, Montgomery bus drivers had adopted the custom of moving back the signs separating black and white pastures and, if necessary, asking black pastures give up their seats to white pastures. If the black pasture protested, the bus driver had the authority to refuse service and could call the police. Three of the other black pastures on Rosa's bus complied with the driver, but Rosa refused and remained seated. The driver demanded, why don't you stand up? To which Rosa replied, I don't think I should have to stand up. The driver called the police and had her arrested. Later, Rosa recalled that her refusal wasn't because she was physically tired, but that she was tired of giving in. See, ladies and gentlemen, she didn't take a gun and start blowing people away. You know, when I read stuff like that, I'm ashamed. And I'm not ashamed to be white. I'm ashamed to be a human being. All men are created equal. To judge anybody by the skin color, I just, I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed. And it's no different than we're doing today. It, just because you just change the color. Now, if you're white, you're treated that way. If you're white, you're this. Or if you're not this. I mean, we got to realize that this is wrong. And ladies and gentlemen, bad stuff happens. It's part of life. We live in a broken, fallen world. But you don't have to be dictated by what happens to you. You don't have to lower down. You don't have to be like a Michael Brown, just being an angry person where you're going up beating up people, beating up shop owners, confronting cops, challenging cops. I teach my kids, when you get pulled over by a cop, you say, yes, sir, no, sir. If they treat you poorly, whatever, we'll deal with that later. You take their badge, name, and number. You got a ticket. They'll have it on there. But you say, yes, sir, no, sir. They play little G God. How about this? How about Jackie Robinson? We all know who Jackie Robinson was. Can I tell you? It was, you know who Jackie Robinson was, not because of the color of his skin, because it could have been any black player in baseball, but it was because of his content of his character. I got this from an article from Wesleyan University from their website about Jackie Robinson and Branch Rickey. Branch Rickey was an integral part of the integration of baseball. While Jackie Robinson is the face that broke the color barrier, Rickey was the man individual with the main individual with a well thought out plan of what would make it happen. He knew he would be met with lots of opposition in his attempt to bring a black player to Major League Baseball. But Rickey, because of his faith in God, felt that it was a sin to treat people poorly because of the color of the skin. Absolutely. That's what any true Bible-believing Christian knows, that there is not Jew or Greek. There is not slave or bondholder. Uh, there is one people in front of God. Even before Branch Rickey made it to Brooklyn for the Dodgers, he was fighting for African Americans within the game of baseball. As a student at Ohio Wesleyan, Rickey was a coach of the baseball team. And during a trip to South Bend, Indiana to play Notre Dame, he had booked rooms at his hotel for all the players. All the players, and I included Charlie Thomas, the African American catcher on the Ohio Wesleyan squad, who was not welcome at the hotel. Thomas said he would head back to school, but Rickey refused to let him do that. It wasn't fair. He talked to the manager, and they came to an agreement that Thomas would stay with Ricky until a suitable black family was found that would allow Thomas to spend the night. That was the agreement, but never Ricky's intention. He brought Thomas up to the room and did not let him leave. He would not be staying away from his teammates. 
And this is later on in the article about Ricky finding Jackie Robinson. He said to find the right player, Ricky sent scouts far and wide to find an ideal black player. Many names came back, but Ricky was excited by four names. Don Newcomb, Roy Campanella, Larry Doby, and Jackie Robinson. By 1949, all would eventually play in the major leagues, three of them for Brooklyn. But who was going to be the first? They all had talents on the baseball field, but Branch Rickey knew he had to find a person that would be the face and have the character represent all black people as the first black player in Major League Baseball. And Rickey liked Robinson's background. He liked that he attended UCLA. It was an excellent institution for higher learning. And also that he was an officer in the Army. But one major blemish on Robinson past was the court-martial stemming from the bus incident in Texas, where he was treated poorly and he responded in a way and he got in trouble, even though it was overblown. While being insubordinate is rarely a good thing, though, Ricky liked this about Robinson because it showed he had spirit and was not afraid to stand up for what is right. The part of Ricky's plan were slowly falling into place, the article said. Says Clyde Suckfoth, Suckforth, who was sent to Chicago by Branch Rickey to watch Robinson play and possibly bring him back to Brooklyn, Robinson was impressed by Suckforth's quiet, honest demeanor and impressed that if needed, Rickey would travel to see Robinson. This was enough to convince Robinson to travel to Brooklyn to play for what he thought was an all-black team in New York, but it wasn't. When Ricky first met uh, Robinson, he had a test for him. Listen to this. Ricky wanted to know firsthand about Robinson's character and how he would respond to a number of possible threatening situations. Robinson responded well, and Ricky knew he had a strong young man who could make it and cross barriers that no one dared cross. Ricky wanted a player with enough guts not to fight. Did you hear that? With enough guts not to fight. He told Robinson that you need to win not by fighting, but with hitting, throwing, and fielding. Robinson would offer, was offered a contract to play for Montreal in the International League, and if he did well, he would have a chance to play for the Brooklyn Dodgers. And I'm going to tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, Jackie Robinson was spit upon. He was called every terrible name. The reason why Jackie Robinson was picked to be the first black player in Major League Baseball was because of his character. Because he know he knew he was a real man, that he could take an insult, could t- take treatment poorly, and not rip someone's head off. How about you? Yes, I did it. Thank you, Mr. Black. Are those your grades for this semester? They sure are. All A's and one B. But what about your learning disability and your struggles in school? Not since I got my brain map done at Like It Matters. I now know how I best learn and the unique way that God made me. No more learning disability. You are unique. Nobody has your fingerprints and nobody is wired exactly like you. We now have the ability to show you God's fingerprints for your life through yours. The unique print on each of your fingers is a duplicate of the neural pathway in that corresponding lobe of your brain. With our exclusive brain map, we can capture your fingerprints and give you a 35-page map of your brain, your gifts, talents, and innate resources. This information is the key to unlocking your God-given potential and truly living your life like it matters. If you're ready to maximize the potential you were created with, email Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com or call 817-502-1554. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. 
In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at WNAV-video.com. That's WNAV-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, and eight and a Half year old son and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening Workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about the power source. You know what it is? It's pain. Pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. You know, pain allows us to truly have an understanding because when we hurt and we take that pain and we are willing to understand other people's pain, that creates an understanding and that creates a healing. And today we've been talking about, you know, different people in the past, whether it be Rosa Parks or uh, Jackie Robinson or you or me, that experiences pain. We all have pain. It's not that we have pain that makes us different. That's actually a very similar thing. The difference is what we do with it. And we live in a world that is so hateful, so bitter. I've never lived seen a time where it's just okay to hate people. As long as you hate Trump and everything he stands for, uh, oh, my gosh, the hatred and the bitterness, uh, the destruction. You know, when that Doug Jones won in Alabama, even though no all Republicans decided not to vote for Roy Moore because he was such a scum based on what we thought or heard. And yet everybody said they're all rallying, hey, we hurt, we hurt Trump, we hurt Trump. Uh, now he can't get his agenda through. Now we can uh, keep abortion. Now we can. And people are so wrapped up in hating that they vote one way uh, just so that they can uh, hurt somebody else. We don't vote for things anymore. We vote against people. We vote to destroy people. We're, we're, we're pleased. I heard that Jared, you know, the guy with the subway. Uh, what a pervert. What a sick guy molesting little kids and having fun, and then he's in jail, and I heard that someone beat him up, and I was reading that article, and people are so happy that this low life, this this bitter Jared, that he did terrible things to these little kids, and now people are doing terrible things to him. Oh, my gosh. I think what Jared did, he'll stand before God someday and be held to account. He's a pervert. He's disgusting. But for us, someone to get joy 
and someone else being pummeled or raped or molested. Don't you see where this comes from, this evil? We got to get beyond this time that we live in where it's, where it's okay to justify our own hate, but we condemn everybody else's. The people who hate Trump are no different than their accusation against Trump. People are so wrapped up in everybody else's hatred and everybody else's bitterness as they spew their own. A bunch of hypocrites. It's about attitude. And what brought all this up is I was reading that article about the, um, uh, the Seattle Seahawks player that wanted to go in the stands and beat up somebody because a fan threw food in their direction. And it's not good. It's, it's wrong. It's disrespectful. You don't throw food. You don't spit on people. Uh, my mom and dad taught me that when I was a little kid. What happened to old-fashioned values? But he said, you know, I, I'm a man. I can't take that. I, you can't disrespect me like that. Why not? You're just a man. Get off of being so full of yourself. What example are you going to show your kids? So when a cop pulls over your kid uh, and he's being a mouthy with them, you're going to let your kid mouth off and get shot or get arrested? I mean, at some point, we got to start living like the Jackie Robinsons, the Martin Luther Kings. How about Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ was crucified for, by creatures that he came to, to, to save and to forgive. And he was crucified. And there were seven things that he said on the cross. And the very first thing he said was, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Here are creatures uh, attacking the, the Son of God himself, God himself. And he doesn't cast, cast retribution. He doesn't condemn them to hell. He asks God to forgive them. He prays for them. There's an example. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. Charles Swindoll talked about this thing called attitude. What happened to controlling our attitude? You know, he said, the longer I live, the more, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It's more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, or a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I'm convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. And what really brought this about was the last two classes I did. I did a class last, uh, a week ago in um, Minneapolis. And then before that, I did a class in Chicago. And here's what's interesting. In both those classes, I had two women. One woman in Chicago was an older woman. She was the uh, mother, a mother-in-law of uh, two of my graduates, friends of mine. I thought friends of mine. She went through. She's supposed to be a believer. Uh, and, and, boy, she fought me. She resisted me. Um, you know, uh, her, her kids said that she only had one issue with her husband. But, oh, my gosh, I represented all the evil, all the bitter men that have hurt her and done some pain to her. And what that brought it up is, is uh, in this last class that I did, the one in Minneapolis, I had a woman who uh, was, uh, you know, maybe not as old, maybe 10 years younger than this other woman. Uh, but she had been through a lot of psychological abuse, not just from an ex-husband, but from a lot of men. She'd been beaten down. Her son had schizophrenia, split personalities because of the abuse, the physical abuse. Now, I do the class the same way. It's intense. I'm pushing. I'm stretching. This one woman who's supposed to be a sister of mine in Christ, who's supposed to be, I'll have her all life together, who's supposed to be so good with everything, 
the lady wouldn't even take a phone call from me after class. She she thinks that I'm a mean person, a nasty person. She wouldn't even talk to me. We're supposed to be brother and sister in Christ. We're supposed to be spending eternity. She resisted me the whole way. Everything I did when I did it, I knew that she was treating me. She was thinking I was just like every other man that abused her. It ripped my soul out. It made me sad. I lost sleep over it during class. And really, I lost someone I thought was a friend, uh, this woman's uh, son or son-in-law. And it really hurt because, man, I poured into this woman. And I, I told this guy, man, that's the devil there. And he, oh, no, no, that has nothing to do with the devil. We're praying, and she's all this. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. That's the devil. Because that same class, we had two people accept Christ, two people get closer. Why I bring this up? Because here in this class that we had last weekend, we had a woman in there who was psychologically abused, physically abused, emotionally, probably sexually abused. And I did the class the same way to her. Now, this woman in this, this class this last week supposedly wasn't a believer. She never mentioned God, nothing. So she wasn't, quote, a sister of mine. This woman didn't know anybody had been through my class this last weekend. She didn't have anybody. Where the other woman had a, her daughter went through class, her son-in-law went through class, the church that she goes to has a few people go through a class. So she has a frame of reference. This woman who went through this last weekend had none. She met me on the Internet. She was seeking some help for her and her son, uh, sent an email. I responded and then gave her a class. She showed up, moved, went to a different city, went to a hotel, paid for everything, and she trusted. See the difference? Two women. One supposedly knows a lot of people have been through training and changed her life. One supposedly is sister of mine in Christ. One supposedly doesn't have that much trauma and drama but just with her husband. And I do the class the exact same way. She hates me, doesn't want anything to do with me, thinks I'm of the devil. But in a the different class, that a woman who has all this trauma, all this drama, never knew anybody, went through my class, didn't know me from Adam, wasn't a sister of mine in Christ. And it forever changed her life. She's free at last. She's now, I think, open to knowing who God is. She's now, for the first time, feels like she has her life in control. She's now leading her sons, and we're helping her sons, and we're helping her. Don't you see? Two women, similar experiences. I do the exact same thing. One of them uh, commends me for saving her life with tears in her eyes, talked about on the radio about how her life will never be the same because somebody cared enough to reach out to her. I did the same thing to this other woman who won't take a phone call, who's had a pretty good life outside of her husband treating her poorly for 30 years, uh, and she thinks I'm of the devil. We're supposed to be of the same family, brothers and sisters in Christ, but she treats me like I'm this evil person. I do the same thing. What's the difference? Don't you get it? Nobody responds to reality. What responders are map of reality? And what happens was it doesn't matter what I did to these people. What matters is how they explain it to themselves. That's why whether you talk about Rosa Parks, whether you talk about Jackie Robinson, whether you talk about Michael Brown, it does not matter what happens to us, ladies and gentlemen. What matters is how, how we explain it to ourselves, the narrative. That's why you got to turn off uh, CNN. you got to turn off MSNBC. you got to quit being told to hate people, to hate white people if you're black and to hate black people if you're white. Stop hating men if you're a woman and stop hating women if you're a man. We gotta quit. We gotta take control of our own thoughts. You know, Dr. Viktor Frankl, who spent time in Auschwitz, who saw the Nazis kill his pregnant wife, who saw the Nazis kill mom and dad, 
said between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power, it's your freedom. Jesus Christ, who was crucified, mocked, spit upon by his creatures, said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Ladies and gentlemen, it does not matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how we explain to it. And you need to start taking control of what's going on in your head. Go to likeitmatters.net. I can help you take control of the narrative in your head. I can help you clean up your stinking thinking. Go to likeitmatters.net. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. This is Mr. Black, your life caddy. In golf, the caddy knows the course, knows the golfer, and knows how to play the game. As your life caddy, I can help you maximize the potentials you were created with and live your life like it matters. I have books that will help you understand how you work and tools that will assist you in abundantly enjoying the game of life. Books include 180 ways to live your life like it matters and becoming your dreams. Want it, create it, live it. As well as inspirational music, CDs, and T-shirts. Go to likeitmatters.net and order your books and tools today. Right now on thefishtwincities.com, you'll hear chestnuts roasting on an open fire and new favorites. Today the Holy Son of God is born in Bethlehem. We're the station that keeps Christ in Christmas, spreading joy all season long at thefishtwincities.com. Listen while you travel with the free fish mobile app. Supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.